Yo, what's up? Love to hate to hate. I love that. That's what's up. I'm just checking in. Um, this is Mr. Campbell from Cybershots. Just checking in on your station and love your content. All right, peace. Hey, Anita, this is Mr. C again. I want to continue on what I'm saying about the police and the uh, and the brutality case with the kid. You know, young men and young women. Um. I think we can prevent that before it gets to that point, you know. Like, they need more, kids need more mentoring. And, uh, you know, with a lot of single-parent homes, they're, uh, I mean, they have, their mom or dads, they work all the time, so they have nothing to do, you know. But uh, get out there in the streets. But even in the streets, I think, like, more boys' clubs need to show up, more uh, big brother clubs, you know. Uh, people in the community doing stuff. That way, we can prevent them from uh, going to, uh, you know, into other things like drugs and crime and maybe point them in the right direction, you know. Job training. I mean, job training, college, you know, something positive instead of all this negativity. There's enough negativity going around the world. So, you know, it's not the politicians or anybody's going to change that it's us you know we'll, we can change that we can mentor these kids into doing something positive in life being a productive member of society you know because sometimes other won't other won't is a chance you know and uh you got choices in life you can either choose the wrong one or the right one you know and uh i think if we can motivate these kids and uh Get them to go in the right way. I mean, things would be a lot better in this world. Sorry for talking so long. God say. Good morning, Anita. Uh, this is Mr. C. First of all, I like this quote. It really um, pertains to a lot of people. You know, it makes a lot of sense, and I think it's really good. Um, on the police uh, brutality, as you were speaking. <clears throat> I myself, okay, I'm not a police person, okay? I don't ever call the police or anything. I don't like messing with them. But as far as, like, you know, around here there's a lot of murders, you know. And for that, I think we need the murders, rapists, child molesters, everything like that. You know, we need them. Um, but as far as the kid that you was talking about, I haven't seen the, uh, I haven't seen the, uh, video, but I believe that, uh, okay, I am back, and I forgot to tell someone very special and dear, a happy birthday to LL Cool J, oh my god, it's my husband's birthday, no, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, he's my husband in another life. Y'all didn't know that, right? Yes, honey, I'm just kidding. Today is LL Cool J's birthday. He turns fabulous 50 years old today. Yes! Carrying on, you know where I'm about to go, right? You don't know, you. I mean, you've been listening to me, so you know where I'm about to go. You know, you know the news where I'm, we're going to the shade room. Because the shade room be shady as shady can be. Well, 
Fetty Wap made a song dedicated to all his baby mamas. <laughs> yeah, he loves all his baby mamas. But it seems like Masika is not feeling it, though. She tweeted, Dear aliens, hey, greetings and solutions. I'm not sure why you came to visit us, but please take my baby daddy back to your planet. Keep him for testing. Okay, thanks. Best wishes, Masika. You slept with them. You were dating him. You were with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, now all of a sudden, he's the worst person in the world. You don't like him. I don't know. It's just crazy to me because, you know, the other baby mamas, they tried one of them. You know, they all they do is fuss back and forth with each other on Instagram. I don't understand. Like, to me, that's crazy. And then one of them was like, imagine getting pregnant by my baby daddy to, to be upset. And then, boom, you're a single mother. I'll be, you know... First of all, your children and the other baby mama's children are siblings. So they should know each other and get along with each other. And I'm not saying the baby mamas should be best friends or anything like that, but at least be cordial, respectful, and, you know, have a mutual understanding so that your children can at least have a relationship with each other and know each other. I mean, it, to me, it's just crazy. It, It's like... You're calling someone else baby a monkey. You know what I mean? Like one of the baby mamas called the baby a monkey. And it's okay, but for H and M to make a T-shirt and everybody get in an uproar and everybody ready to fight, everybody upset, everybody turning business, but. Is it's not okay for anyone to say anything to you for calling a baby a monkey? It's a baby. I mean, that to me that's a hypocrite. And I'm not saying that people supported her calling the baby a monkey, but I, some of the comments, you know, it was just stupid. And none of and, and there were more people paying attention to the baby mamas fussing and arguing over each other than what the one of the baby mamas actually said about somebody else's baby being called a monkey. You know, I don't care what people say to me or about me, but baby, children are off limits. Don't ever come for a child. Don't ever come for, for babies. Don't ever do that because to me, that's very disrespectful. That's distasteful. It tells me a lot about who you are as a person. It explains why you are just a baby mama and not a wife. And I'm, and yeah, look at it as bashing women. I do not care. We are embarrassing ourselves over a man that clearly do not care and do not understand STDs and percolating, making more babies, having multiple baby mamas and having all these children by different women who do not even like each other, cannot even get along, do not even respect each other because someone was dating a dude before they were dating a dude or was dating a dude the same time that the other person was dating a dude where the dude might have lied to them about being single or they knew that the dude had somebody when they start messing with the dude thinking they could take the dude from the other woman and everything was going to be okay, but that didn't make us look stupid as a woman when we knew this. That didn't make us look weak that we sitting here allowing ourselves to settle and be used. You know what I mean? Like we shouldn't be mad with ourselves, with each other. Women shouldn't be each other's enemy when it comes to that. I mean, in some cases, he lied to both of y'all. In other cases, you lied to yourself. Get over it. Don't bring children in this.
keep children off of it. Children are freaking off limits. In a discussion. Next up. Okay, I'm moving on. There's this book by Jason Romano with um, Stephen Copeland. It's called Live to Forgive, Moving Forward When Those We Love Hurt Us. Um, Forward by Daryl Strawberry. Um, I think this is a very, very good read. I tried to order um, another book for someone that I love. I think that it would be a great read for them. And I think that it would probably encourage them. But um, on Amazon, it was sold out. But you can still order it and pay for it. And once they come in stock, they will mail it to you. Because, um, you know, we as people, it's hard for us to forgive. You know, we don't forgive easily. We hold things. And sometimes we think that we've forgiven. And then another situation come up with that person. And we go right back to where we started from. Those old wounds reopen. And that anger and that frustration and that disappointment, it resurfaces. So in that moment that has nothing to do with that past, everything is right there. Like you could be mad about a car, but they yelled at you, they cursed at you two weeks ago. And now it's the car, they cursed at you, they yelled at you. Everything is right there in the center right now. And the person that you're mad with don't even know that you done went backwards. They just think it's just in that moment. But if you never addressed it and never dealt with your real true emotions about how you feel, it just resurfaces. It's like when you're trying to tell someone you love, you hurt me, you disappointed me, and they sway your feelings away. Or it becomes, oh, I don't want to hear it. The fact that they don't want to hear what you have to say is a pain in itself. That's a disappointment in itself. So that adds to whatever feeling and emotion that you're having already. So it makes it two and three emotions on top of it where it's not even getting addressed. And sometimes people don't want to deal with things because they really don't know what to say. They don't know how you want them to address it or handle it or what you want from them by expressing how you feel. Well, for me, if I'm saying you hurt me, this is how you made me feel. I just want you to listen. I just want you to take accountability to what you said or what you did possibly hurted me. It's no different than if I hurt you or I say something disrespectful to you and you come to me and you say, well, why you said that you shouldn't have said that? And I'm like, well, whatever. I don't care. That's what I'm giving you. Or leave me alone. Or whatever. You know what I mean? So if you don't want me to give you that, don't give me that. Because you can't always expect for somebody to be understanding and supportive of your feelings when they possibly offend you or disrespect you, but you don't give it back in return. Because eventually... That road gonna come to a dead end. There's there's gonna be no way you can turn. You're not gonna be able to do a U-turn either. It's just gonna be a dead end and there's nowhere for you to go. So we just have to be mindful of how we treat people, how we receive being mistreated, and allow ourselves to forgive and let go. Because there's this saying, we have to forgive in order to move on. And when we forgive, we're not forgiving them for them we're forgiving for ourselves so we can grow and so that we can keep moving and I learned over time that that is so true you know a situation on my job where I knew I need to let go of how I felt about a certain individual I didn't want to because I felt like if I let go I'm telling that person it's okay that you did what you did to me it's not a big deal that you mistreated me that you lied that you 
And I, I didn't want to let go of it. I didn't want to just move on from it because you disappointed me. You did this to me. And it's like it's nothing. But once I let that go, and I'm like, whatever, I felt rejuvenated. I felt whole. And then it became whatever. But, and I'm not saying that the person's still negative and the person still do negative stuff. I'm just saying that situation in particular, once I let go, I felt better. Like you didn't have power over me anymore from that situation. Now something else could come up and I may go backwards and still be holding because I'm human. But once I let that situation go, I was better. Now, as a human, there are things that have happened in my life that I haven't let go of and I haven't forgiven. And I still struggle with that because I don't feel like I should forgive this person because I feel like if I forgive them, I'm telling that person, just like every other people that have allowed this person to be okay with it, that it wasn't a big deal. So we have to learn to forgive so that we can move forward, you know, so we, we don't keep ourselves held back. You know, that's okay. We're going to move on. Um, Kobe Bryant, one of my Lakers' favorite players. You know, I will always be a fan forever and a day. Well, Kobe's going to be the new ESPN show called Detail. Detail. That's the name of the, his show, and it actually premieres in March. I am so here for that. You know what I mean? Like, I love the way Kobe talk. I, I love the way he articulates. I love the way he just smooth with it. You know what I mean? Like, he explains stuff so simple. He don't try to overreach, you know? He don't force it. It's just natural. And I just, I, I'm just here for the tea. I will be tuning in. I was kind of hoping that he would be a little bit more involved with the Lakers once he retired than what he, but whatever. I'll take whatever tea I can get from him. You know, I don't drink all kind of tea, but you know what? I drink whatever tea Kobe's bringing. So ESPN, new show called The Details, premieres in March. Please, please y'all tune in. And when it do come out in March and we're still podcasting, let me know if you like it, because I'm going to let you know if I like it. So, I was strolling on the shade room, right? And there's this church. Uh, I'm going to let you listen to it, and I want you to tell me what you think. Because it don't sound like church. You know, and I may be just judging, because I think the church has gotten a little bit out of control. You know what I mean? I mean, I know you try to reach young people and I know you're trying to keep young people into church, but all that dancing in church and people bringing the rap music instrumentals to church and like that's, that's too much. I'm sorry. That is too much. You got pastors cursing. I mean, there's a pastor that curses butt off and then say any pastor that don't curse F them and you know, get mad because the other people call into the show, complain about him cursing and, I'm all for people being real. I'm all for people being honest. You know what I'm saying? But you are a pastor. And that means being a pastor doesn't mean that you don't curse. But if you're speaking the word, you're speaking the gospel to the people, the, your listeners, you're speaking it to, you know, your congregation. You don't know how to speak it without cursing. You don't know how to talk to people without, you know, the, the language in which you speak. Now, if you're having a casual conversation with your friends and somebody happens to record you and catch you cursing and you get on your show and you explain, well, this is why I curse. I'm human. And I, that's one thing. But everything out this man's mouth was cursing and cursing. Well, anyway, there's this 
little video clipping on the shade room of a church and they were having fun. Listen. was involved they were hype you know they were having fun they were enjoying it they were they were great I, they were enjoying it they were loving it so I don't know but I'm not judging and I'm not telling people what they like and what they don't like. That's their business. They do whatever they want to. I just thought it was a little bit too much. I mean, he was jigging. He was out. And I don't know. Maybe if I was in the church, in the congregation, and they were playing that, maybe I probably would have been like, oh, okay, yeah. Get, get it. But looking at it, I don't think I would have been doing it. I think I would have been looking like, are we at the same church? Or like, are we being punked or something? I don't know. I just think with things changing, I think that I'm still back when I was first born and I first started coming to church and we went to church like four and five days a week and that's not including Sunday. You know what I mean? So I, I think maybe I'm still lost back there, but each is on. God is good. So, I mean, if that's the church you want to go to and you enjoy it, that's your business. Just. Okay. On a funny note, and I know strippers have to make their money, but there's a video on jock live instagram young jock where i apparently he was at a strip club one of the strippers was on the on the bar dancing and she crashed forward and the caption was i know she had to go to the er after that burn it was funny i don't know i don't know but y'all have to see it. So if any of y'all on Instagram, go to a Jock Live, Young Jock Instagram page and look at it and see. Now, I love my body. I love the skin I'm in. Um, there are things that's not flattering to my body. But there are a lot of things that are flattering to my body that I will not wear. But that's because I'm a grown woman. I'm a mother. I, you know, so you can't I don't feel comfortable wearing certain things if I feel like it's going to disrespect the people that I love so I won't wear it I've seen some very beautiful women I've seen some women that have some banging bodies <laughs> I'm just saying bought or naturally owned whatever the case may be I've seen some amazing body and you know you get your money the best way you can and if people are paying money to see your body do your thing baby and if you love that body the skin you're in you go because confidence over everything is amazing and clearly she has some amazing amazing confidence because i wouldn't have been stripping with you know things that i need to work on with my body because I, I, that's just me 
<sighs> I don't know. But each his own. So I hope she's okay. I hope she doesn't hurt herself too bad. I hope that all is good in her world. And, you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm just feel like being petty. <laughs> so I need to stop doing that. I can't do that. Um, so good luck to her. And I hope everything's okay. I hope she, I really do hope she didn't hurt herself. Um, I'm getting so excited for the Saints game. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I just jumped to another topic. I was strolling past and a thing popped up with the Saints versus the Vikings, their predictions, which I don't want to watch the predictions because, you know what, if it ain't positive, I don't want to see it. But anyway, I see Drew Brees walking in ready, ready. Because, you know, that we, we are to, we're going to hunt. We're going to hunt. We're, we're going to get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like got like a little bubbly, little excitement about that. I'm so ready. I'm ready for this. I mean, I think it's our year. I think we should win this. And I think y'all should want us to win it too. You know, but it's the best team. So whoever get out there and make those plays and come up with those plays, I think that's who will come up with the win and it's going to be the Saints all day, all day long, baby. Yes. I want you guys to listen to Plies, She Is My Rock, being turned from a rap song to an R.B. type song. Listen. crazy i like and what's funny is i just i like that beat to that song <laughs> by plies because i i don't like plies mouth you know what i'm saying like i know it's mean to say that but his his lip after he shaves look like a vagina like it looks like a woman's lips after she been shaved or waxed her you know what i mean like <laughs> i know that's mean but I mean, I like that. I like that they changed that rap song into like a R&B type of sexy. I like that. Is it just me? Am I just weird or something? Y'all know y'all like that song. Be honest. I'm just gonna sip my tea then. Have y'all ever seen Tokyo Styles? It's a guy that looks like a woman. Oh my god, he is beautiful. She's beautiful. Her wigs be like. Yaws. <laughs> okay, okay. I see Mark Ingram on Instagram. Like he pumped and he ready. He better be ready. His ass better not disappear back to Alabama once that game starts. That's all I tell him. He better show up and show out. And he better go up in that mug hunting his ass off. That's all I'm saying. Cause this is our year. This is our year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all, I'm a work in progress. Just bear with me. <laughs> No, but on a serious note, did y'all see where H&M had to close several stores in South Africa after pro protesters trashed their stores? I, you know, that's embarrassing because, I mean, it's okay to be upset and voice your opinion, but that's just messed up. I mean, 
I don't agree with that on no type of levels. And destroying a store in Africa where people don't want to even shine light on things that are going on over there. You already have a president in the United States that have pretty much put your put your country down. Have pretty much said that y'all shitholes. And as a black woman and as a just as a black person in general, this is this is embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like these idiots cost a lot of people their jobs, in case you didn't you haven't noticed that. I'm not justifying or, or, or vilifying the company. I'm not saying that the hoodie wasn't offensive. I'm just saying that this wasn't necessary. I mean, I'm not in South Africa, but damn. This is not the way we show love. This, I mean, we don't have to retaliate this way. We retaliate where it matters and we produce change, not deny or access because we react incorrectly. Like we're, we're not going to get access to, to change or make things better by doing this. We're becoming, a, we're becoming animals. They're not even looking at what the sweater with H&M was uh, racist or distasteful or disrespectful. Now we're in Africa tearing up the people's spots, causing people jobs and all this other stuff. And you know what they're going to call us? Hulums. Stupid hooligans that don't know how to act or don't know how to express how they feel without tearing up something. Now, you know, we, we got to do better. We have to do better because guess what? When there's police brutality, when there's racism that's being betrayed upon us and well, inflicted upon us, you know what those people that actually do that does it? They don't do this. They basically sit back and kind of gloat half the time. You know why? Because we tear up our neighborhoods. We tear up stores. We burn stuff down that's going to hurt us. We don't go to other people's neighborhoods and tear their shit up. We go in our own neighborhoods that benefits us, and we tear our shit up that's going to take from us and have people that we know desperately need those jobs, desperately need that money. We're going to go and we're going to take from them. We're going to hurt them. I'm just saying this could have been handled way better. This is very crazy and stupid, and there's nothing justified in this. I don't care what anyone say. And secondly, the child mama not even upset or mad about it. So for you to be upset and that mad about it, or you tearing up them people's stores, to me that's stupid. I'm sorry. That's just stupid. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be offended that it came across as racist. I'm not saying that at all. But tearing up these people's stores, taking away from jobs that people need, nah, we got to do better, people. We have to do better. Because at the end of the day, Donald Trump is laughing at us. And they definitely have their child because Africa was one of the places that they call a shithole. Just think about that. Okay, you guys, the game is about to start. I know I've done a lot of rambling. I probably said some things that offended people. I probably said some things that people are like, oh, this girl is crazy. But whatever it is, if it touched you any kind of way, then I've done what I was supposed to do. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the support that you've been giving me. Trust me, you have not gone unnoticed. Have a great Sunday. I'm finna get myself together to get up in here and watch this game. Cause you know what? The Saints and the Vikings is about to play. And the Saints is about to come out with a wing in. You know what I mean? Like we got our ball meeting corn and stuff. And you know what? I'm finna get my eat on. And again, thank you all for listening and tune in later. And I hope I don't have to tune in later and be with disappointing news. But either way, I'll tune in with you all later. Y'all have a great, great Sunday. Love to hate to hate. Live, laugh, 
and love. And always let God be God. And I'll be back with you later. Enjoy.